Every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in, it's a throwback Thursday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. A lot of ways to get involved with the show. Catch up on the text line if you want to call us as well, do so. Uh, I have pretty full lines the last couple days. It's hard to get everybody in, but we try to make it happen, so jump on. Uh, get involved with the show, and that's it. So it's all about Russell Wilson today. As a report dropped yesterday that uh, he's got a new set of teams that he would like to be traded to if there was so happened to be a trade. That is the New York football giants. That is the New Orleans Saints. And that's your Denver Broncos. Okay. No more Cowboys. They got Dak uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, No more Chicago Bears. I think they're probably committed to Justin Fields for the next couple of years. And the Raiders haven't crossed off his list. The only team that advanced from last year's list was the Saints. So the Giants, the Saints, and the Broncos. I think the Broncos have way more going for them than the Saints. I think the Saints are aging out, bro. Um, I think some of their best players are on the other side. You said it, though. You didn't, you know, you didn't claim otherwise. You said they have the best head coach of the group. And that is very true. That's very true. But a guy who is Russell Wilson selfish. No. He's not selfish? I don't think so. He wanted all this say and power and all this kind of stuff in Seattle and was bitter that they didn't give it to him and now he's going to leave a team that gave him that drafted him in the third round and gave him everything. Well, he gave the Seattle Seahawks everything. What were they before him? They were signing Matt Flynn to a 4-year, $44 million contract. Exactly. They were. Exactly. They were nothing before Russell Wilson. They were a joke of a franchise. They had a few good players, but they they didn't really make uh, any big Super Bowl runs. I've taught you well. That's the right answer. And, and Russell Wilson, he's been dealing with one of the worst offensive Russell Wilson lines made them one of the, for the longest time. Made them a premier brand in the NFL. Russell Wilson did that. You can go, oh, the Legion of Boom, he didn't do anything just long for the ride. A Pete Carroll. I mean, you know, it's like the quarterback who does it. And they were on the front porch of winning a second Super Bowl, which they should have. That was the biggest mistake in the history of sports. Just give it to Marshall. In sports history, Jake. The biggest mistake in sports history was not handing the ball off on the goal line to walk off and win the Super Bowl. I mean, like, there's there's no bigger mistake, bro. I mean, like, uh, Byron Russell not playing better D on Jordan when, you know, on game six there in Utah. No, nothing. There's nothing else. I cannot think of anything else bigger than that. You know? Right? No. That's, a big, uh, that's as big of an improbable comeback win as Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. <laughs> okay, real quick, <laughs> Fanduel, uh, uh You know who the bad guy is, and the first one is uh, Michael Keaton. Really? Yeah, he plays the guy who wins at the end. It's kind of like Kachuga. Yeah, it's. Good. I love those. Movies. Those are the first like uh, cartoons that JJ ever loved. Like our family with kids ever really loved. You that, did what in a cup? Then Peppa. You know Peppa? Peppa Pig. I'm Peppa Pig. Okay, Fandle. Fandle's nearing the playoffs, the end of the season. Uh, and, uh, can I do that over? Can you edit that out of the podcast? Okay. Uh, the NFL is nearing the playoffs, and Week 14 gives us a big divisional rematch between the Browns 
and the Ravens. This one's actually very huge because the Ravens, with that loss, left the door open a little bit for the rest of their division to go in there and you know win that division. The Bengals, definitely the 6-6 six and six Browns, whose season's kind of in flux. We'll see the sense of urgency there. Uh, well, uh, Fandle's giving new customers 30-1 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. This isn't bet a thousand bucks, deposit a thousand bucks. This isn't one of those. This is a minimum $10 first deposit required. And then $5 of that goes to your 30 to one odds. Uh, when you pick the Browns or the Ravens hit that bet, 150 bucks in your account, just like that, actually 155 with your money back. Plus your five bucks you put in, got 160 to play with. Boom. I've seen a lot of guys turn 10 bucks into like 1500 bucks, let alone all the things you could do and the run you can make with 160 bucks for the rest of the football season. So give it a try. These guys are the best. America's number one rated sports book app. Okay. They're the best guys. Uh, truly. You'll get paid out in as little as two hours as well. Already a Fandle Sportsbook user. Fandle's hooking up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus your friend gets 50 bucks too. See for yourself why Fandle's America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code MHS before Sunday afternoon. You could win 150 bucks and a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code MHS so they know that we sent you exclusively on the Fandle Sportsbook app. 21 and older. Present in Colorado. New users only $10 first deposit required must wager in designated offer market max bonus 150 bucks restrictions apply see full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 tell me okay let's keep talking about sports we, we got a bunch of texts to get to as well. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Hammer dirt, time. Dirty Mike and the boys. I love those guys. Says, let's get this dude in orange and blue and let Russ cook. The boys have been calling me Mr. Unlimited for years now, but there is always room for more. <laughs> Thanks for the enhancement to the F-Shack. Unlimited. Uh, okay. Give me one more. Uh, F. Lewis says, biggest mistake, snapping the ball over Peyton's head in Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Set the tone for just dismay and where, you know, it's so tight. You're so tight like a tiger in a Super Bowl, like the, uh, the um, I don't know, the intensity, the stress of it all. You know, you, one team to break the ice first has a big advantage. And do you know what? Some teams never break that ice, never get into the groove of a Super Bowl. And that's what happened with the Broncos that day, other than what Demarius had like 19 catches or something crazy, didn't he? Yeah, I, uh, th I think the um, decision not to run Marshawn Lynch was a bigger mistake. The stakes weren't as high for that oh, first play. Oh, for the play. Broncos? It's the final for play. Sure, for sure. It's the final no. play as opposed to the first Listen, play. Listen, the Seahawks had won the Super Bowl. It was over. They turned the ball over at the goal line. Tom Brady was slamming his helmet on the ground, all pissed off. Couldn't believe what happened. It's only the magic of Tom Brady that allowed something so crazy to happen. And the stupidity of the guy who were campaigning to be the next head coach for the Denver Broncos. We're not campaigning for Bevel. We're just saying, why couldn't we get... Dan Quinn here. And then Bevel. And Bevel is the offensive oh. coordinator. Let's go. Yeah. That's a game plan, bro. That's the game plan. Look at the game tape. Damn, man. Russell Wilson at Denver. I don't think mean, he could be a kind of bit of a creep. Is he a creep? What was the word they used? He was uh Aloe used the word. He called him, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. What was the word Alo used for Russell? Um, unlimited. No, not unlimited. Weirdo? Yes, weirdo. Damn. 
What's worse, weirdo or creep? Creep. Creeps? Because I'm a creep. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. Remember that one? Yeah. The same Radio thing. Hit? Yeah. Is it the same thing? No. Creep is a lot worse. I don't belong here. Yeah. Deshaun Watson yeah. is untouchable. Who? Wait. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. He's untouchable? Untouchable. I would not touch him with a 10-foot pole. Even though how much he offered you? Anyways. Uh, I wouldn't touch his pole. <laughs> let's go out to the hotline. I'll save Jake here. Danny Williams. Jake Meyer. 98.1 FM. Let's go to the hotline. Get our guy, DIA Bert. Hey, Bert. <laughs> you know what's worse than both of those? <laughs> You're calling somebody fat with a PH. Oh, are you crying or are you laughing? I know I was laughing. Okay. That's your crying. You know, because, you know, you call somebody a creep or that guy's just played a little Well, Russell creepy. Wilson's an odd. He's a bit of a... He might... Be, <laughs> do you know what? He might be from your planet. He's from your planet, Bert. Oh, oh. Go back. Go back with me, Danny. Go. Okay, okay, it's <laughs> 2014. 2015. 2012 draft. And then what? And then the Denver Broncos at the 57th pick. Do the, do the you know, this me, you know, the, the music and yeah, everything. Sorry. With, it's hard for him to pull that up. On, so. <laughs> With the 750 pick in the 2012, the Denver Broncos pick Brock Osweiler. To think about, think about, they passed on Russell Wilson, who they liked. There was tons of reports pre uh, during post draft, that they were into Russell Wilson, they were into him, but they go with the Brock. Seventy fifth. Russell was the four, fourth round pick, right? No, wait, no, Dak no, was he fourth. He was a third. Third, 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 third pick. Damn. The Seattle Seahawks at their seventy fifth pick picked Russell Wilson out of Wisconsin. Mister Unlimited. You know why? Why? Because he was 5'11", and he was six feet tall with his cowboy boots on. That's why. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, man. but he's built like a brick poop house. Yeah. Or a poop That's brick house, whatever. Why. And then there's a lot of kids out there that are playing football right now because of that that are not six feet tall. Mm-hmm. I can name two of them right now that are not six feet tall. Drew? Yeah, three. Maybe even three. Favre? Uh, no, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. He wasn't. Oh, uh, we'll talk. Yeah, he's. And then uh, the other one from Oklahoma that went to Kyler. the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler. Yeah. yeah. He was. He was only five eleven. Yep. He's playing professional football right now. And wasn't six feet tall. All right, Bert. We gotta go. Well, I'm just saying. No, it's nothing. <laughs> yes, hey, it's I nothing you did. I would love to have Russell Wilson here with all of his little quirks and everything. I'm a little quirky. Yeah, that's, me. that's a very good point. Bert's a little quirky, too. <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting skinny, little quirky, skinny guy. So it, it, skinnier by the day. Dang. Danny, what did you have for breakfast? Oh, do you know I, I was... Well, tell me what you had. I'll tell you what I had. oatmeal. What? Steel oatmeal. Good for you. His oatmeal is... <laughs> little, little, little this, little that. You know. Do you know what I had today? I made a bag of almonds, grapes, and I put some cheese in there. There you go. That's what there I worked on today. You're staying away from that sausage and bacon, right? No sausage for me, bro. Okay. Yeah, stay away from that sausage and stay away from that bacon. <laughs> the bacon's so delicious, though, when it hits your lips. It's so I good. Know. 
I haven't had sausage or bacon September. Like to the day and the time he knows. He remembers it's like an alcoholic. <laughs> and then to and this day. He's like, Yeah, I'm four years bacon free, man. <laughs> hey, we gotta go, Bert. All right, bye. Bye. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Would be his walk-up music. Skin makes me cry. <laughs> I I don't know if I like Russell Wilson. I think my such respect for him as a player or something has made it seem like or act like I like him a little bit or something. You know, I like Russell Wilson, but I think I like him more because I have had the touch of a woman in six years of lost losing football you know anything looks good at this point let's rock this real quick what the hell am I doing here I don't belong, I don't belong here this is what rock was like back in my day Jake if this is rock I don't want to be right. I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) It was a simpler time back then. Did Drake write these lyrics? I mean, maybe. He's sad, too. Okay. So it's 10.20 a.m. We're live from the Tech Center in DTC here. Thanks for being with us. 98.1 FM. Uh, I got a... um, text message from 556 it says what's up is this mark it's colette we talked on eHarmony last time we went up to hang with my relative but we didn't connect i'm back in town for a minute uh, if you want to truly go out this time are you up for it with cat eyes with hearts you should say yes oh i replied what city and then she replied dang did i hit uh, i'm sorry he he replied, dang, did I hit up a rando guy? Oops, apologize. I such a dummy on occasion. And it has all these weird, like, think like, uh, I don't know. Did I just, like, opting in to what city, give them all my personal information? Yeah, you did. They have all your info now, and you, you messed up big time. <sighs> Shoot. But he's a creep. <laughs> uh, maybe it's Russell Wilson. Catfishing me. Um, I hear you talking about me on the radio. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So let's talk about. Let's talk about the Broncos and the Lions for a little taste. What? Uh, how worried are you about the Broncos losing to the Lions this week? I'm not too worried. What's your level of concern? One to ten. Level of concern, I would say, is probably a two. You know, they they got deflated after that big loss to the Chiefs, but it's not 
it's not a big deal. I think that the Lions still riding that emotional high. I think it's time for them to get knocked down a peg back to reality a little bit. It's on it's on the road for the Lions, home for the Broncos, so I'm going to say it's a very low level of concern of the, of the Broncos losing this game. Okay. I think the Lions got their one one victory. And they had a tie against the Steelers and without Big Ben. So I'm going to say that that was their one win. Okay. Um, I think they could beat the Broncos. What's your level of concern? Um, about a six and a half or seven. Wow, that's that's pretty concerned. Well, I mean, I think at any level, if I go into any game out of five, you know, I just think that the Broncos are vulnerable. And there's they're young. The Broncos are very young. I think it takes time to figure out how to win. And some teams never come around and never figure it out. And uh, shoot, man. It's never easy. And I'm not going to act like we're going to go hammer the Lions. I'm actually quite concerned, to be honest with you. You know, it's to me, it's the way the Broncos season's been going. It's been up and down all season long. Uh, you know, after a big loss, they usually come back and, you know, g- give the fans a victory. And it's at home. And I think this crowd still believes that the Broncos have a chance to make the playoffs and they're going to be ready for this game. So I, I'm i not very concerned whatsoever. Okay. Um, let's... What has been the problem for the Lions this season? Where did it all go wrong? Um, Why aren't they not like a five or six win team? It's hard to pinpoint because they've been playing really close games. I think it's just closing. And the defense is is not as good as they hoped it to be. And they they just can't close games. In the, is in the Dan Campbell a moment. poop coach? No. I think... Could anyone have done more with that group than he has done? Nobody else could have done more, especially the the way that they've lost games, the heartbreak that they've that they've had to deal with. Um, just for them to still give effort for Dan Campbell says a lot. The fact that the the locker room still cares. You sh- you should have seen them after their win. They acted like well, they won the Super Bowl. Jared Goff has thirteen touchdowns against only seven picks. Okay. He's been sacked 30 times. It's a lot of times. He's completing 66, almost 67% of his passes for 2,500 yards. He'll throw for, you know, 3,500 yards. Um, again, uh, Swift. Uh, DeAndre, is that his name? Yes. Why do I call him Don Terry? DeAndre Swift. Is that right? DeAndre Swift. Okay. Has, uh, let's see here. He's had a, a really good season. I think he leads all running backs in receptions. And uh, let's see here. Has about 550 yards rushing, about four yards a clip, four rushing touchdowns. What makes him most dangerous, though, is his 56 receptions, Jake. Okay. Kenny Young and Baron Browning should sniff that out pretty easily. 56 receptions for 450 yards and two touchdowns in that area. So, you know, he, he's kind of dangerous. I mean, 
other than they have no receivers at all worth the damage. You know what? One of their best receivers, two of their best receivers, actually, maybe. One is Khalif Raymond. He's old Bronco, you know, hand-me-down. And then Trinity Benson. Remember we traded him for like a yep. fifth-round pick, something? Uh, TJ Hawkinson's a, a, a problem for the – will be a problem for the Broncos. He has 61 catches for about 600 yards, four touchdowns. He's really good. He has at the beginning of these, you know, the tenure of him and Fant, people are like, oh, Fant's better. Fant's better. Now, Hawkinson's a lot better of a player. He's a good, complete, just like the full package at the tight end position. That's why he went so high. He was a top 10 pick. You know, imagine that. In an era where Josh Allen goes seven overall, uh, taking TJ Hawkinson at seven overall. You know what I mean, right? Right. So I'll tell you, man, these three or four guys, you know, if Swift has a Javante day and Hawkinson goes eight catches for 80 or 90 yards and a touchdown, the Broncos might lose this game. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm with you there, but I don't really see that happening against this Broncos defense. I think you're too concerned, too worried. Um, I'm not too concerned and too worried. I'm just trying to show proper respect for a day or two to the Lions before I pick the Broncos to win 26-13 or something. Put respect on their lane. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go-fast energy drink text line. Uh, this was a request. NDC Danny says, thinking Danny needs to eat some of the passion fruit for breakfast. Hashtag drinking haterade. On who? Drake. Who said? NDC Danny. NDC Danny likes Drake? He's got high kids in high school, so he's down with the homies. Damn, I forgot. I'm not down with the homies. I'm down with Disney music. <laughs> and Holland Oats. All right, I think we have a guest who's going to come homie with a uh, good friend of the show. Uh, this conversation is all, uh, always interesting. We'll have him on the other side. Special guest, Smiling Sports. No. We're back in with Andy the Fifth from Culture Street. Andy, bro, what's going on? What's up, brother? How are you? Doing well. Damn, you, um, I like the hoodie. You're looking good today. Thank you, bro. Uh, and you brought a cool pair of kicks here. We'll talk about those did, a little bit. Uh, Culture Street's got it going off right now. Um, I'll tell you, for what you guys do, gift cards? Yes. Okay. So, man, I'll tell you, like, I, I love gift cards. Wait, but you I need can, a better intro on me, bro. They don't know who you're talking Oh, Culture and, Street. Andy V from Culture Street. Culture Street. Culture Street. Um, yep, yep. I mean, when is it going to become um, culture, like, neighborhood of the whole culture block? When you get a little <laughs> bit bigger? You won't, or are you just going to stick with the Culture Street? Yeah, I... This has been a bit of big experiment for three and a half years yeah. so far. When does so it become? Knows? When does the Culture might, Street experiment? Maybe uh, that's what I call my big event. I want to throw these big events that yeah. sell sneakers, vintage art. Yeah. You know, invite music artists. Culture Street Block. I love that. Ooh, I've been I've been thinking of a name. I mean, like it's say, sometimes Danny. it takes two guys just to start just spit, it. spitballing yes, it together. Yes, sir. Um, you know that little like across uh, from the Culture Street, uh, your your shop at Park Meadows. There's yeah. like uh, those where like the American Girl used to be. Yeah. Right. Is there a way to do like little vendor things up and down through there or something like that? Yeah. Or do they want like a billion dollars? No, <laughs> it's just it's just that the events that we throw, typically you you 
sell tickets. Yeah, okay. And just to get I in, see, I see. and I see, you I see, can't I see, close see. that off to yeah, yeah, sell yeah. tickets, the okay. mall would never go for it. Okay, no, I get it. That's cool. Yep. So, okay. Had you on last week. Thought you were awesome, man. Uh, we're kind of becoming bros. You're Thank a good you, dude. You're a really good dude. And there's nothing like culture. She all sees collectibles, man. It's like just a comp. These guys have been open for like 25 years, maybe 30 years. Right. I mean, like the freaking city should give them like awards and trophies and stuff. Like I think that. they have. And I think they have to. <laughs> and they got their new shop at Southland. Right. They kind of remind me of you in a, a little bit of a sense, because for one, it's like it, to, I mean, for any small business, which like your shop is big, people go into your spot. And I think that's like you say, might think you've been around forever, been doing this for, you know, the first guy since, you know, you know, since the 90s, so, well, since right. this kind of thing became a right. thing. And uh, man, I don't know, you've built something pretty special in like a pretty small amount of time. And let's talk about it. Okay. For one, what'd you bring in here today? Hey, Jake, take a look at these. For one, these are 10 and a halves. I wear an 11. So that means for me, like as a, I wouldn't call me a sneaker. I'd call me a minor sneaker dabbler in the game. You know, if I, 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 I that'll I, change if, well, if, as, as you hang out with me. For sure. And if I love, if, if I love one, again, <laughs> you got to grab one to rock and right. one to stock. Okay. Right. So, but these here are 10 and a half. I will grab a 10 and a half or an 11 and a half still. Because I can still pull it off, okay? Right. And Jake and I have been known to pull off any look, okay, style-wise, as, as such as yourself. Look at this here with this. Is this corduroy? Corduroy. Damn, absolutely. it's a thing of beauty, man. Yeah, man okay. Sure. Um, but talk about these. What'd you bring here? What are these? So, uh, yeah, streaming. We need, we need, we need people streaming if they really want to see this. Okay. But uh, well, this is a Jordan One Dior. Okay. And it is uh, made in Italy. Very, very rare. Let's see. I think what number is this one? I think they only made eighty five hundred pairs of these and the market price is nine thousand dollars for this one pair of shoes do you know i love how they're wrapped so all of his <laughs> shoes come they have like a process here um where they just kind of wrap them up and i love that because you're gonna have so many people like touching the oh, shoes yeah. and stuff like that the wrap idea i don't know if everyone does that but it's a beautiful idea because then you can put stuff on the for shelf you. and feel like people won't you know you can touch this stuff and they will make them dirty because we didn't wrap them in the beginning because i wanted people to feel yeah, the, yeah. the materials well, you just, smell the shoe I, get, but I could appreciate that they they messed up but but also a lot you, of shoes doing if that. you want to try on a shoe or touch a shoe or something like that you'll let people you know we'll pull out the other one yeah yeah so um here's what i love about this jake on the bottom of the shoe it's just like their regular price tag barcode thing. It just has, happens to say 9,000 on it. Right. You know what I mean? Like usually it's like, I'll go look at shelf, flip it over. I'll be like 400, 255, 175, you know? Yep. So if I was like, oh damn. And I love gray and everything. For sure. Gray and black and just everything for right. me is like, is like it. So when I would grab the stuff, the stuff I'd look and be like. Now be honest with me though. So you're looking at that shoe. Yeah. Would you ever get something like that? Well, again, I always tell people that, like, I have a lot of cool stuff in my collection, but, like, regular Ooh, guy dad. the keyword, collection. Well, well re yeah, regular guy dad stuff who has four kids who go to private school type of right, stuff collection. Sure. So I always tell people if I was, um, you know, like, super rich guy where I was collecting stuff and, like, money was no issue, I would be collecting, like, uh, former players championship rings mm -hmm. and stuff like mm -hmm. that which you, you know you see that stuff that, that stuff comes up for sale you could buy those you know rings for 20k 25k patriots guy do you know uh, josh gordon remember josh gordon the uh smoking that herb um he sold his uh, patriots championship ring i think it went for like 60 or seventy thousand bucks that's the stuff that i would kind of be into for sure as well as something sure. obviously yep, like yep. this so okay but you kind of made my point there yeah it's a collectible and if you're into sneakers 
then instead of rings or watches yeah. or Pokemon cards, you're going to pick up sneakers. And so to the sneaker head, this is a super grail. So yeah, there is, I already have people talking on uh, our Instagram. I think we got some serious people that are considering it, especially with the holidays. So how, where, how fresh off the presses is this? How long have you owned this shoe? Uh, we got it yesterday. Okay. And this yeah. was out of a collection, a single buy. One guy who called you and said, hey, Andy, I got this shoe. Nope, actually. So a good friend of mine. Okay. He ended up buying them in Miami. Okay. And uh, brought them here. He actually tried to sell them to a couple other stores, but uh, one store just didn't have the, the cash on hand. Yeah, for sure. And the That's other store number. just... They just, you know, they wanted regular GR shoes, yeah. you know, versus they, park a lot of money into this. They'll move $900 pair before they move a $9,000 right, pair. Yeah, right. that's how I can understand that. But for me, I'm like, this is so dope. I want it just in my store so people can look at it. Because a lot of, you know, you, you just don't get to see this stuff. You'll never hand. see this ever. Be able to look at it I mean, like, close, there's right? guys who are real sneakerhead collectors. Like, my brother buys, he's got a lot of pair. And he's like, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's he'll, he'll spend three or four hundred, five. But yeah. something like this is even for someone who really is into shoes, will never see seen their whole life right time right but if like you said if you have yeah. the money yeah park it in a dr1 or park it in bitcoin they're both going up in value well again it's like i always tell people too uh when like james comes on from all seas he'll do like a little gold and silver report okay sure. so check this out um when i was doing stuff with all seas about 15 years ago like 20 years ago man um you know buy collections Go in there, you know, keep a couple things for myself. Go, you know, beef up, add me, put two, two, two or three little collections together. A lot of times, all C's would pay me in gold and silver. And at the time, it was before the big run. So sometimes they'd pay me in a hundred ounce bar of Inglehard silver, which Damn. is just, it's, it's like a brick. Yeah. And at the time, you know, when silver was 12 <laughs> or 1300 bucks, it was, right. or I'm sorry, 12 or $13 an ounce. It was worth, worth about 12 or 1300 bucks. Right. So, you know, at the time, you know, I'm young, you know, rent was cheap. I'm stacking bricks and Kruger ants and stuff for real, man. And then, um, gold and silver for, I'll tell you, you know, I told you my Citibank story too. Every fail, every success story is a failed story, right. but, um, Gold and silver ran. Silver ran to it was about twelve dollars an ounce. Ran to fifty five dollars an ounce. And you still so, had it all? Well, about the thirties and the forties. You start, and we bought a house at the yeah, time, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it all again. That's my one of my finest works. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's I tell people all the time, um, like your money just sitting in the bank, just it's not doing anything for you. It's just kind of getting dusty. Right. There are certain collectible certain things that are so much better Absolutely. than putting your money in the bank. I guarantee you it's this a will no be a $10,000 shoe next year. It's a no, it's a and no, listen, this could be a year. 12 or 13. It's going to keep going up jump in value. Just like that. And we've talked about it before on the show. And you know, me, we're just talking about it. a lot of like, um, the sneakerhead guys are crossing over into like the high end graded cards. Why? Because there's no more Jordan Dior, you know, right. freaking retro high Dior <laughs> ones to buy. Sure. They're not out there. So, Makes it really cool, really interesting. Sure. And I also think that there are some shoes who are that you got on the shelf right now that are twos, three, fours, five, six, seven hundreds. That'll be thousand, fifteen, two thousand dollars in a couple few years. Absolutely. Listen, they'll never go down. I mean, there's they'll shoes never there that down. I couldn't sell for two hundred that I'm now selling for five hundred. Yeah. Two years later. Yes. It's, yes. It's yes. been like that oh, since we've opened three and a half years. And it's just going to keep going. The The sneaker market is yeah. just going to keep growing. Okay. Well, we're with um, Andy the Fifth, Andy V from Culture Street, the Culture Street of Park Meadows, which is, um, I don't know, man. It's really cool. The shop, the shop is cool. Say like you're not, you your mall is Flatirons or Mills. Yeah. And I'm going to Park Meadows one or two times for my holiday stuff. And I want to make sure I go. How would you direct people to the shop? 
Best way is go to the back side of the mall. Okay. Uh, there's going to be, there's an actual nice drive that you can actually go through. It's With some be, shops that separate from the mall. Right. Because they got what they call the vistas on the back side where the old American Girl doll store is. I know we have yeah. kids because we've been there. Well, that's but like, it's gone now. It, it just, broke my heart. You just made me think white men can't jump because yeah. the, the Vista View Apartments. Right. And she said, oh, yeah, there sure yeah. as hell ain't no Vista and there sure as hell ain't no view. Yeah. So um, well, these are a little nicer. These oh, are, that's nicer. A, are you kidding me? The view there is great. Uh, so, so yeah, there's like, and so if you actually take that drive, a lot of times, half the time, you can find parking literally right in front of my store. And so we do buy, sell, trade. So a lot of people are bringing in stacks of boxes of sneakers and makes it real easy. Uh, do not go through the food court. People always go to the food court first, but you're uh, going to walk. That's the opposite. That's the almost opposite, the opposite yes, of what you're, you're trying to do. You're going to walk through the you entire know, I, mall to get to me. I would direct people to like Cheesecake Factory. Yes. If you're yes. at the Cheesecake Factory, then you you're, know you're you close. just, you know, go. GQ Barbecue. You, you go right south there. and then you're just kind of right there. And actually like the parking to get to you might be somewhere around, find a spot around there. So it's still close. Yeah. yeah, it is. So yeah, I mean, you guys got a great spot. I think yeah, it's, it's spacious, yeah. uh, even though it's like you're running out of space because you guys got a lot of cool stuff. Right. But. All right, let's go to break. Come back. 303-831-1340. The hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Uh, look at these guys on the stream here. Wee Do you get nervous when I touch them? I wouldn't want anybody to touch them. That's why I kept them wrapped. Well, I got a gentle touch, though. So, <laughs> uh, Okay, man. Andy, thanks for being here. Well, let's go to break. Come back. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I want to ask you a couple of your... I'll give you time, uh, time to think about it. A couple of your really cool buy stories of something super unique you own for even a moment of time before you might have flipped it um yeah. you know it doesn't have to be crazy expensive it could be something from an athlete it could be just something really cool expensive it could be anything i'll tell you Ooh, one or two of mine cool too that's what i'm looking yep, for see so i wanted to hit a note there yep, yep. danny williams jake meyer and annie the fifth back on their side of smiley sports so i told Andy, Jake, he needed to come up with three or four songs, some walk-up music, maybe some late inning, come out of the bullpen, wild thing, you know, what uh, kind of music. I told him he's got time to do it. There's, there's, there's no hurry, um, but we want to, you know, come up with something that is, you know, un uniquely you. We've played today a Disney song, a couple Drakes. Yep. We had um, I mean, Sierra. We had Sierra because Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson might be coming to Denver. That's a big thing right now. And then this again. This is an '80s song, early '80s. This is the Style Council, ever changing moods. Okay, so this is like maybe maybe this is like a, a if you if you didn't go to the Cool concert ten years ago, you might have never heard this one. But we're kind of now feeling like the Style Council. That's where I got this one from. Listen, okay. I feel it. You're one of the uh, maybe most stylish guys in town, bro. Mm, no, do you no, consider no, 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 yourself? No, no, no. How do you obtain there. style then? Could it be by just putting on a bunch of expensive gear or does style come with something else? Because Jake and I, we have our own life force or aura, if you will, that kind of encompasses our look. Got it. But, you know, you coming from, you know, you got, listen, I don't say he's from the streets, but he's from the streets of the East Coast. Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no? mostly. Mostly, okay, I've been okay. all over the country though. But yeah. Well, again, you don't have to be from the streets anymore to make it because yeah, Drake's from, from the East Coast would be mostly Florida, so that explains a lot too. Though. Where's your style best come come from? Oh, it's it's no, it's 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 definitely new in the last you know what eight 
10 years. Okay. You know, uh, it's, it's changed a little. It it, it is the, it's becoming a sneakerhead. Okay. I was, I've not been a sneakerhead my whole life. Okay. Uh, grew up in the nineties, you know, grew up with Jordans, wanting Jordans, you know, as they were coming out originally. Of course. Uh, but you know, poor kid couldn't ever get anything like that. Of course. It's hard. So as I, you know, became an electrician, started my own company, did pretty well, sold my company in Baltimore before I moved here. I discovered sneakerhead, the sneakerhead world, the sneaker world, let's call it, by uh, watching uh, that sneakerheads documentary on Netflix. Okay, I love that. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell is this? I was the flip-flop guy, bro. I was the cargo short flip-flop guy. Okay. So when you ask we, we that, that guy that's about that, fashion. That's a pretty big look here in Colorado. Don't it sell is. yourself no, short. No, 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 that no. That's not a diss. Yeah, not for at sure. all. I got it's you. just like if you were to see me now and then, you're like, yeah. no way. Mm-hmm. But that's just because that was the easiest way. Because men will tend to dress <laughs> comfortable yeah. and the easiest. Yeah. But the kicker for me was when you walk in and you see a nice shirt or like even this hoodie, what, what, what is, what's going to talk to you about this hoodie when you walk in wearing flip-flops? I feel you. Nothing. I like you. But all of a sudden, look at this hoodie right here. See that green right there? Yeah. Oh, and then I got to match it with the shoes. I like the socks, oh, too. What's sudden, your socking all like? All of a sudden, eh, it's growing. I, you know, it's, it's is it important those, to you? It is. Absolutely. Okay. Especially like when you go to people's houses and yeah. you got to kick off your shoes. That's you for know, sure. Having nice socks makes a big difference. For sure. Okay. Yep, yep. I like it that you put together. So I like, it's, it's thoughtful. So, so today, it's about colors. Becoming a sneakerhead and now picking up sneakers. Now, when I go shopping, I'll see a color. And I'll instantly go, that'll look perfect with, with that. my bread ones, or that'll look perfect with you know, my bacons, that'll look perfect with my, you know, Sean Weatherspoons. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, fashion and putting fits together is so much more fun. That's how JJ is my eight-year-old. Those go perfect with my Kyrie mac and cheeses. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, exactly. so uh, real quick, Fanduel, and then I want you, we'll have about four or five minutes left, even yeah, less, but sure. I want you to tell me a story about like a cool buy or something picked up over yeah. the... Um, and then I want to get people here into um, Culture Street for the weekend here. It's like, yeah. this is one of those weekends that people are going to think, I got to get stuff done still got this time. weekend. I still got time, right? But if I push it one more weekend, I'm going to yeah. be after like fighting dads yeah. for the last stuff on shelf, headlocks, right. and like, and stuff I'm going to go viral. Fast. I don't want to go viral trying yep. to choke a dad or anybody right. out for no, like the last right. Barbie <laughs> house or something like that. So, or the last Yeezy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, or the last uh, Dior Retro, Jordan Retro uh, High Dior. It's High Dior? Dior 1, Jordan 1 Dior. Ooh. Ooh, okay, so that's sweet. Okay, so NFL playoffs, they're almost here. FanDuel Sportsbook hooking up $10 when you place a $20 same-game parlay bet, okay? Bet a single game, bet uh, the spread, bet, uh, you know, put one of those same-game parlays together that we love. Uh, but as long as you put $20 on a same-game parlay this week uh, worth of NFL action, you'll get $10 back. It's like a, a swing for the fences kind of bet. I love these ones because sometimes you do, you know, you're, you're not willing to do things with your real money that you would otherwise be willing to do with house money absolutely house money's dangerous bro yep. house money's that money like i got a little extra in my pocket i'm gonna go go find that shoe collection take it to andy and see if i can you know make a few bucks off the whole That's thing right. i'm trying to put the whole thing together That's so right. fast payouts easy to use safe and secure america's number one sports book they're the best exclusively on the fandle sportsbook app 21 and older present in colorado bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days max refund 10 bucks restrictions apply see terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700 couple minutes left tell me about this jordan cool piece you got jordan cool piece so uh a couple weeks ago had one of our uh he's a he's a he comes in quite often it's he regular you know buyer he trades a lot you know just yeah just he's an og okay uh he's probably a little bit older than me okay uh so he comes in with this unc blue uh jacket 
okay. kind of coach's jacket kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, it's got Michael Jordan's signature right on, you know, the left chest. Okay. And right away, I'm just like, yo. And he's so, you know, he, he, I go, where did you get this? Mm-hmm. It's always the first question when you, you know, when you're buying something, trading, yeah, yeah. like, where did you get it? Because uh, you'll, you'll tell, you'll, you can tell a lot about someone's energy, whether it's BS. Oh, and, yeah. Or, you know, you know, and so he tells me the story is, okay, I got this from a friend of mine back in 1990. He said he was a ball boy, late 80s, for the Nuggets. Okay. Jordan, the Bulls came through. Mm-hmm. He had the jacket. Had Jordan sign it. Yeah. And, you know, right away when you hear Michael Jordan's signature, you're like, nope, nope, nope. Most of those are fake. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. But even reals the, people think are fake. Right. Like, like, the, oh, it's fake because like doesn't have up, upper deck authentic, authenticity right, for it from right. the 90s when that started in about 1991 is when right. that thing kind of happened. Right. But Jordan signed winning. stuff for 10 years, though. Before, before that right right so this is so the story lines up wonderfully the jacket is definitely aged i like the that picture, like when we do our own legit check online it looks great so now i'm going to do probably a psa you know send you it know, in it's, it depends yep. who it's for if you're going to try to flip it or turn it or something well, like that if it's for you for you're comfortable sake. with it on a hanger or something like that in your own collection that's yeah legitness is one of our pillars at the at the store and so just to have I, it would be nice to know so I'll oh i love that yep. okay yep. so i think when people come in the shop they're going to be a little bit it's like a little bit you get it's a like you walk in I list like the charm of some of the throwback stuff, some of the unique, cool stuff. All your dudes are like, hey, can how can I help you kind of stuff. Yep. You ever go into a place and you're like standing around, it's like, does anyone work here type of right. stuff? You guys are all kind of friendly right. and they're all good dudes. They've all been with you for a long time. I don't know, man. You got to get into Culture Street this weekend. Andy, thanks, bro. Yep, man. For coming in. It's a great spot for the gifts, holidays, all that. Um, I want you to come in next week and bring something else cool too. All right. Okay. Definitely. And I want to, do you want me to follow you to the car security? Make sure nobody... Yeah, okay. that'd be great. Okay, this stuff kind of stuff you keep in your car. No, I don't tell. Straight no. there, but yeah. I'll be fine. Uh, it's just it's just the one shoe. That's why I did the one shoe. Because uh, I was the like, one somebody's shoe. gonna try to take so it. Listen, what, you pair, want one shoe? The pair's forty five. Uh, the the oh, pair the, nine thousand. Yeah. Is the single shoe forty five hundred? No, it'd be like a thousand for just one. Really? <laughs> it's pretty much worthless without both. That's funny. A thousand for just one. Pretty yeah. funny. All right, man, Andy, you're great, man. Appreciate Thank it. Culture Street, get in this week and go check them out. Uh, and in fifth, you're the uh, you're the man, Jake Meyer. Appreciate the interaction, the participation, listeners. Gil and Andrew are next. Appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Hey.